Big Mike, take it away. Oh, thank you. We're missing John, but it's okay. Thank you for joining into another episode of A New You Radio, um, the show where we kind of bring a diverse catalog of ranging topics from uplifting stories, news and pop culture, sports and entertainment, and of course, dating. I'm your host, Big Mike, a.k.a. Mamba Mike, a.k.a. the savant named Levant. <laughs> uh, we're waiting on our, our guy uh, Banks, but right now we also got the creator himself, Mr. Josh Waring. And don't forget the Elder Lakesman as well. Elder Lakesman? As you wear the Lakers hat. Oh, yeah, with the Mamba uh, wings on there. Where they at? Right there. See the Mamba wings right there for me. So, uh, Very nice. And going. I actually have to give a, a special shout out to Thrift Tea, one of my favorite teas at the moment. Made here in Trenton, New Jersey. Really? My neighbors, uh, Brother Bullock, Peter Bullock. So shout out to the Bullock family. And okay. uh, amazing, amazing teas. Him and his wife have a company, and I'm sipping peppermint right now. It's one of my favorite teas, incredibly soothing. So, uh, that's hey. a Bullock from Bullock's Barbershop and Kenny Bullock, or no, different Bullocks. It might be different, but you know, it's Trenton. Everyone could be related. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Gotcha. Because Kenny had the barbershop. His mom lives on uh, Oak, uh, Oakland, which is like around the corner from there. But whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, possible, yeah. It could be. I don't know. Uh, Big yeah, Mike. We do have an amazing show planned. Uh, do we want to wait for Banks to get up in here? Uh, All right, we can have we can have a little preemptive uh, backstage. Wait, wait. You know? <laughs> have, you, have, you, <laughs> have you heard from him or no? Uh, I mean, not since on IG. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Well, you know what he does. Um, <laughs> preemptive, uh, backstage. I'm excited, man, about this show. I let a lot of people know about it. Um, all of our really? topics. I hope. Yeah. 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 I mean, hopefully we have a lot of watches. Cause I want to get it more interactive and stuff like that. Um, and you know, put it out there so people can, you know, see what we're doing. Maybe start adding some topics. Things like that. I also had an idea that maybe some of our previous topics from like, you know, our 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 um, podcast shows, we can maybe put like one topic a week to discuss it live since they weren't discussed live or something like that. Like bring them back out. Oh yeah, that's fantastic! Wonderful idea. Yeah, you have, uh, any at the top of your list out of curiosity. <laughs> um, I mean, I always think of some, but yeah, um, friends and relationships. Is, is it okay? You know, if your significant other has friends, how about that one? Discuss with our live audience of males and females, you know, stuff like that. So that's true. And uh, I'm yeah. I'm very interested to see uh, when we get to the topic of being pregnant by someone else's ex and with that person. That's I don't even know where you got that one from. That's going to be an interesting <laughs> conversation. <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought of it. So you know, it came to me. But you know, I mean, just on the backstage, <laughs> backstage with Miguel. Interesting story happened to me though while we're doing backstage. Uh, compared to that topic, so uh, I went. I met a girl for a first date one time, um, many many years ago, and we met and we met at the restaurant and we've been talking for like a couple weeks or whatever, and then I met her for the first date. And of course, she looked fine to me. But during this first day conversation, she happens to say, "Yeah, um, so you know, I'm pregnant." I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like right, real talk. What? I swear to God. And the date I'm like, continued, Mike. I'm in like chickies and Pete eating like shrimp or something like that, and she's like, "I'm pregnant." I'm like, "Wait, what?" And <laughs> it's like, so I was like. What are you talking about first, right? And she's like, yeah, I'm like too much pregnant by my ex. And I just, you know, <laughs> doubted. Or no, wow. no, she didn't just find out. She actually already knew for like a month. But she was just like, I'm not with him anymore. And I still want to try to date or whatever. So it was, um, that was interesting because I didn't know her at all. And it was just the first date. And the first thing she's telling me is that I'm pregnant. So, um, but to answer the question, yes, they can take you, that they can take you. But it was uh, interesting. So. Is that so? <laughs> <Why are> you... <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? That Mom same girl. Was... Cool. Huh? What was that? She must have been pretty cool, right? I mean, she was cool. She must have been pretty cool, right? Yeah. But, you know, again, I just met you in the first thing you told me you're pregnant. But that same girl was a part of another uh, story time with Miguel. So it's funny because it's interesting how the story is intertwined. So. Interesting. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, there should be some uh, good stuff to debate. But yeah, as we add more guests, I would love for them to dive into some of our previous topics, you know. So hopefully we can get Nasir this week. Then I'm going to get some, some of the other guys. When I go to the barbershop, I always want to say I want to come on the show. So it would be nice to get them get them on, talk about some of the stuff. So, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Is it my internet? Yeah, you're a little, like, distorted or something like that right now. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to the YouTube and see. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it now. It looks hard. You're fine? All right. That's fine. It don't matter. As long as, long as you can see it, that's fine. Uh, is Cave coming on today? Uh, let's see. We don't need him. I'm just asking. You know. I mean, we always need Cave in the building. He's a good guy. I mean, especially if we're going to have the goat conversation properly, like I, I, I assumed, you know, he he ha- certainly had to be here. Are we having a goat conversation? I mean, that's fine. <laughs> so. Well, that's on the uh, the agenda you put out. Okay, I did. You're right. You're right. Honestly, to me, I mean, wait till Cave gets here, but that conversation's over with. Now we just talk about like you know who's the top five and stuff. So. Mm. It's very interesting. Yeah, I feel like the majority of people share that opinion. I know. <laughs> but, but to me, and I have to agree with Cave's initial point about like the discussion was already finished before. Yeah. And to me, this this documentary is more for the younger generation who never saw him play. Like I, I get it. You said I didn't watch it yet, right? Not yet. You can watch it on Netflix when it comes out. That's true. But I mean, I have ESPN Plus. So I'm 
might as well watch it there because i haven't watched that many shows on there yet i want to get that experience see how it's like you know review it similar to how disney plus was which was a flawless i think year. this i think this documentary is a game changer for documentaries or not so really any reason oh why? yeah forget the joy aspect it was so well done and you'll see the way they jump back from 1998 and they go back and forth between the years rather than have it play all one straight through and stuff like that so i thought that was dope and something he did i've never seen before he showed like part with jordan's laughing we see that the meme of him laughing out loud you know, like he showed jordan the ipad of what gary Payton said and got his real-time reaction you don't see that on documentaries or, or even interviews for that matter so it's pretty good so yeah so that was something new too to be, uh, to be, you know, to be discovered. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's fixed and whatnot. How's it look on your on your phone? My phone? I haven't went to it yet. Interesting. I'm looking forward to our Sunday last underworld too. By the way, I don't know if that one is on. Is that one on Netflix? Because not all five of them are on there, only three. I think that was on there. Yeah, that was on there. All right. So even Netflix was saying the other two was trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't want those. Yeah, it looks fine on my phone. You look fine to me now, too. So we're good. All right, cool. Yeah. This waiting on Brother Binks. I know, and nobody else is in here either. We might have to make it a little later. Who knows? Oh, do you want to? You want to talk about? Uh, give us a little preview about Big Mike, Little Ant, as he's probably streaming right now. He is streaming. Shouts out to my guy Anthony. Um, yeah, yeah. Why not? Big, no, Wall Street preview. What's going on tomorrow? What's your uh, poetic charm? How about that? Oh well. Give your preview first because I have to bring up my notes again, you know. All right, cool. So uh we did our show Big Mike a Little Ant on our channel, which is Big Mike and Little Ant with my guy uh Anthony Lewis. Shout out to little Tony Stark. Uh we um <laughs> we uh we did a lot of talking about, you know, um uh what's going on right now. Some stuff we'll dive into on this show as well. Um what are we talk about his lawnmower review. Uh, we're gonna be doing some movie, <laughs> some movie reviews and TV show reviews. It's a good show. We just kind of chat with each other, but talk about what's going on in the world and and in different content. It's funny because my one friend watched like, yo, the way he looked at Sandy when she commented, it was, I thought he was gonna kill her. I was cracking up. I think so. The thing is, I never got that vibe when I saw it. Like I was looking for it because you brought it up beforehand. I was like, where, when was this moment coming? It it just didn't. I didn't feel like that when I saw it. Wait, but did you watch the previous show or did you watch just the one, the recent one? The previous show was when they were kind of going back and forth. Okay. All right, well. And I included that as well. That's why I was like, eh. <laughs> I mean, I can see his frustration if he's trying to get away. He's in his room. and But I can also see her hearing something that would spark her interest and want to, you know, get in a conversation. So it's a little hard both ways. I mean, that's fair. I just thought those parameters were, you know, talked about before that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would think too. Because so. I feel like it's, it's the same process if you're a, a professional, right? And let's say people who work for ESPN and they got to do their correspondent thing. Like obviously, if I'm if I'm on with the network, 
then obviously I can't have zero distractions. That's true. They don't know. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Same Because my brother actually commented, who was that stapling in the background? I can hear it. <laughs> in the first one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why you should ask it what they building over there. It got to be something. Not, so. I just invested in some stock. I'm excited about that. So, which I want to shout out on this show. So oh, yeah, do that. Uh, DraftKings is a huge thing you should invest in right now. If you invest in anything else, if you invest in stocks and bonds, it's already went up from like, uh, uh, I think a 19. No, it was, it, was, it was cheaper than that. Now it's like 29. And the thing is that DraftKings, they just became able to trade recently, but there's no sports. So oh. it's low. But yeah. so the sports comeback is going to go huge going now. So if you can't invest in DraftKings right now, so. yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, and the more whispers that come out about NBA mm-hmm. reopening and baseball coming back, this tr- the draft is. I mean, the stock is steadily creeping up left and right. Oh, that's what's there. Up. He is sleepy and all. Banks is in the building. <laughs> up from his nap? <laughs> <laughs> no, up from work. I just oh, literally right. got out of work. Oh man, how you feeling, man? This is crazy, man. This is crazy. Did you uh do you run today or, or what? Oh no, I'm injured. I'm injured for like a good week or two. Shit, bad transplants. Oh well, man. you know, you know, if you overrun and you're not used to doing as much running, and then you put all that uh, impact, especially if you're running like on sidewalks, the right. impact has like severely hit my legs and I I ran like almost 70 miles in a month. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I oh, kind of overdid it. And now, and when I finished my one run, when I came back, it was like, it was, it was over. So I got to relax for like a week. Wow. Well, uh, we're going to reintroduce our man Banks is in the building. We have uh, <laughs> the, the uh, introduction already. And stuff like that. That's a good thing to talk about the running, which is a good thing to do. But too bad it gave yeah. me shit. Did you have the right shoes on? The proper proper footwear? It, no. It, it, what it was is really if you're – I'm not used to running outside. I, when I usually run in the treadmill. But right. I don't like running on the streets all the time. I usually run on right. the sidewalks. But if you run on the sidewalks and the sidewalks are not, uh, is great, the impact that's hitting your legs, and especially if you don't have like no uh, shin guard, or like a like a like a wrap on your leg, it's just right. gonna kill you. So because the pavement's uneven. So now I'm prepared. I got my. I ordered some. I ordered these uh, guards to put on my legs. Uh, these sleeves. I'm gonna be good. So when I come back, I'm coming out. I try to go like Jordan, man. But damn. Hey Josh. Hey Josh. I get the shipment now, like you, bro. <laughs> Every couple weeks and whatnot. So. There oh, it did is. you do the order? Did you order from Thrive? Oh, no, I didn't get that yet. I didn't get oh, that okay. yet. Yeah, they just start taking orders. Might get on there because they'll run out of food quickly. Because I, I got the um, the CMOS coming, and I got the Elderberry sir, but I haven't ordered from Thrive yet. Which, uh, which brand of CMOS did you get? I think Flow or so. What was it? I don't know. Somebody organic. When you, but get, I got the, when you get a chance, definitely send it to me just to make sure it's, you know. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got to where I already can you like I, I don't got time to do the whole water and this, I'm not doing all that, but I got to where it's already, you know, <laughs> and stuff like that. So. Miguel, do you that's have a lot of work, man. Huh? It's not a, what? 
but 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 y'all probably paying less for it because y'all doing more of the work. I paid a lot for this thing that Seymour's already in a you know farm where I can just consume. I got mine off a of black vegan tube. Interesting. Where'd you get it? You got it. Sent you? you got it yeah, in the man, farm where you, got, where you have to make it yourself, or you, or you can just gotta gotta. Get no, I gotta make it myself. It's the bag with the actual yeah, the bag. Uh, yeah, sea moss, yeah, yeah. and then uh, blend it or whatever. Yeah, I know that. How much? How much was that? Actually, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> well, you just buy it already made. Yeah, Mike, it doesn't take that long. <laughs> you just soak it. You just soak it, and then you clean it, and then you just blend it. And and FYI, Miguel, that's how the the counterfeit one gets around because of that. So that's why you got to make sure. I don't, I don't mean it's counterfeit because they already did the process. They didn't charge me money for the process I'm not doing, basically. Why not? <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> All right. It's like yo, I'll go to the grocery store and buy chopped onions already, even though it's more money to buy onion. Because no, no, no I, I get that. I understand yeah, I that. Get that. Yeah, I get that. But with CMOS, if you don't get the right one, you're not getting any of the benefits. That's why it's so important. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you to make sure. I should have sent it to you before I bought it. Maybe that would have been smarter. I could have some in the bottom. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I told Ab today, like when it's over with, we, we, we're gonna start a whole smoothie and juicing store. Her, her stuff be looking good, don't it? Like, yeah, Ab need to stop playing, yo, Ab. I need a recipe book too. Stop playing, man. Yeah, no, see, I, I ain't doing that. Just, just give me the smoothie. How much more for the smoothie? I'm not taking it. See, now you asking for too much. Um. But uh, no, I'll be here to pick up like five. We got to freeze right now. Like, how much you want? Shoot. But uh, anyway, banks, man, we're talking about the opening up in a country mm-hmm. that's seeming to be coming steadily more and more and more. And we'll get to mm-hmm. more about that in the sports when we get there. But uh, uh, you took a trip to ATL last weekend, which has already been open for like what three weeks now, I think. So uh, yeah, yeah, they started opening up a little, little by little. Um. In general, like there's there's still some places like closed down, um, but like when it comes to restaurants, if there's like outdoor seating, uh, they allowed people to dine in. Um, they also did like some brunches. Uh, there's a few clubs open, <laughs> uh, but the, the, but it's funny. Like there's some places that are open and some places that are not open, but like. If you go to certain stores, they will they won't allow you to go in without um, putting a mask on. But then there's other places where, I mean, you see security wearing masks, but like the bartenders are not, and stuff All like right, that. Look, hold on, hold on. Look, look, give, give me the whole rundown just for our viewers who who are not knowing what's going on. Let's start with the airport. How how is the airport now? The airport, uh, for the most part, everyone had a mask on, and usually depending on what airline you're on, but most of them, you have to wear a mask. Like you can't get to, you can't get on a plane without a mask for most of them. Um, and I think some air, some airlines, like I know frontier and I'm sure, uh, the bigger airlines are going to do that too. Uh, they're going to start doing the, um, checking your temperature with that wireless thermometer thing when they put it on your forehead, they're going to mm-hmm. start doing that. And if you have a, um, fever, you can't get on the, you can't get on the plane. All right. Okay. So, they didn't do that. They didn't do that for you for your for your flight or no? Uh, I'm trying to think if I flew. I think I flew Delta, and but they didn't do it. What about on the plane? Was it crowded or or no? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't know. I think it's because it's Atlanta. Because most flights I've seen have not been uh, um, not as packed. But Atlanta, that that plane was like to the to the core. Like they tried their best to like if there was like a middle seat, they wouldn't put anyone in the middle seat. Right. Um, but other than that, the flight itself was uh, it was somewhat packed. I was kind of surprised. Did you have to keep but, the mask on the whole flight? Yeah, they they want you to keep the mask on the whole flight. And um, Delta, what Delta's doing is they give you hand sanitizing wipes when you first walk onto the plane and encourage you to wipe your hands. And then they said, don't throw on the floor, put it in the pocket or like the cross-contaminate. They'll come and pick it up for you. And also, most airlines, they don't give like food anymore or like water unless if you request it. Delta, they actually give you like a baggie where there's like, uh, like crackers a uh, small bottle of water, more hand sanitizing wipes and napkins. And they pick, they like give it to you in a bag. That's what they do. Wow. How, um, I'm getting back to getting in Atlanta, same thing. The airport was like, everybody had masks on and stuff like that. Uh, Atlanta was a little different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, like Atlanta is a very big airport. Like it's one of the biggest airports in the United States. And right. um, it's very annoying to get there. Um, but like, you got to take an air train to get to the main terminal. And what I noticed some people in the air train, like they, if they didn't, if they had a mask on, it was not on, it was like on their neck. And, uh, a lot of people, there was a lot more people who didn't have mask on in comparison to like from here. (laughs) And, (laughs) And then like, even going into like the streets of Atlanta, like, you know, cause before I had to meet my boy, we, um, like I was like walking around, I wanted to see how things were. Like I went to a nail salon and the way they did it was like, they had a sign and basically you had to answer these questions. Like, were you in contact with anyone with COVID-19? Do you, have, do you have any, would you have any fever like symptoms in the past of whatever matter of days? Um, do you feel sick? And there was some other question. As long as you answer no to all those questions, they allow you to go inside and then they make you wash your hands. And then they only allow a certain amount of people in the like proximity. Wow. And uh, like if you want to do like your feet, they don't have like the shower curtain thing like some places we're doing. It's literally like it's well, this place is kind of big, but it's like spaced out. There's only like maybe four customers in there and like maybe four nail techs, I think. Yeah, something like that. And then when they do your hands, they have like these, they, they have like some, this middle bar thing and they have like the these face uh, shields, like like you're at a bank teller or something. And then they put, you put your hands under and then they do your nails that way and they have like double mask on. And, but like I went to the hair store to get like, um, to get a brush and it was kind of in the hood, though. It was kind of funny. The lady was like, when I first walked in, she was like, oh, no, 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 no. Hand sanitizer. She was like, hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. And I said, what? And there was this big hand sanitizer on this table. And she made you, like, hand sanitize your hands. She had to have a mask on. And then there was this the grandma, I guess, who owned the store, was spraying Lysol everywhere <laughs> on stuff. And then, like, this guy tried to come in to buy something he had no mask and then she wouldn't let him in wow yeah she was she was not having it 
And how was the barbershop? That's what I'm really curious about. <laughs> well, I didn't actually go to the barbershop. He came to oh, our okay. spot. But I've seen his shop. But it was, like, you know, pretty simple. Um, he didn't – the way they do it, though, like, some people had masks on. Some people didn't. Okay. And the mall that you went to, right? Awesome. The mall was crazy. Like, I was surprised that the mall was even open. I, I didn't know that, but I, because my boy wanted to get a belt. So he wanted to buy this Gucci belt. So we had to go in the sacks. You see all the trappers there, right? In the designer <laughs> section. And majority of them don't have masks on. Then the comment that was kind of, that was funny when I first walked in was this guy was like, um, hey, I don't see, my, I, I don't, I don't want to wear a mask because. I don't see a point because everyone else is doing it, so I don't got to do it. And, and I look, uh, <laughs> I walked past him. And I was laughing because <laughs> I was like, "That doesn't make any sense." And um, but then even when it came to the the Gucci store, he went in there. There was a line, so it kind of defeated the purpose of social distancing because you had to wait. They only allowed it. They only allowed four people at a time to go into the Gucci store, and then you had to wait in a line which was not really spaced out or nothing. You were just in a line. And um, even when it came to like the food courts, some places were open, some places weren't, but it was just weird. Like they had a tables where it said like the middle table, you can't sit there. But then there was a family of like, I mean, I don't know. I guess there were friends and family and they took all the tables, but it says on the table, leave this table empty, <laughs> but they sat there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow so, so it's basically um, like almost business as usual down there like it's like nothing going on in Atlanta yes um, outside of Atlanta when some people I know they said they kind of they're still kind of scared to go out and stuff like that but in Atlanta they don't really most people don't care and even I found ironic because you know most people say black people do this but ironically a lot of the you know the white people there did not wear masks. Like I would see them in the department stores or buying perfume or purses, whatever. They didn't have masks. I don't even find it ironic because a lot of white people here don't wear masks. So I mean, I don't really find it ironic. Well, you always hear broadcasting like you know, blah blah blah. Black people don't do this. Black people don't do that. But it was just I saw more black people who did care have masks in comparison to you know other other races and stuff like that. Interesting. And uh, yeah, because I was thinking about that guy in that gym in Belmar. They all were white and they all didn't have any mask on and stuff like that. That, uh, oh, yeah, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was crazy. And uh, Meg, <laughs> could you uh, could you walk us through your your transaction? Like what, what were the prices like for the airlines? Um. Oh, uh, well, I had a credit for my first one, so I didn't have to worry about that. But coming back, it was uh, it was pretty. It was not as cheap as I thought, and I don't know if it's because Atlanta was like opening back up, but the prices were pretty high in comparison to like the past. Like the past was like only like twenty thirty dollars, but now it's hitting like um, like a basic ticket was like eighty eighty four dollars, and then if you want to add a bag or whatever, it comes up to like one twenty, one thirty. 
And then um, a lot of other flights were like a hundred some. But then like towards the end of like um, May and June, it kind of dropped down to like 70, 80 again. But the prices were still somewhat higher than what I would have expected during, you know, a pandemic. <laughs> what about at night or, or, or restaurants? Were they all like operating normally for you? Did you go to anything down there while you were there? Uh well, I mostly ordered food. Uh, other than the mall, I went to the food court. That was like normal. There was restaurants open though for the public. Like they just started that weekend. They just started opening restaurants. I didn't go to them, but I seen that. I seen it. And um, but when it came to takeout, you would just order and then you would just pick it up from the place, or they would deliver right it to you. Yeah, I got you. That's right yeah. here. Yeah, gosh. Gotcha. So with for some of the stuff time. opening up um, up here soon, and thanks for that insight on your trip, Banks, because because they've been open for a while. Do you guys think you'll be trying to go to anything, or, or are you still going to live the same way right now that you're living right now? I know certain things are starting to open here and there, uh, uh, gun ranges and batting cages, and of course the beach this weekend and other stuff. On that. I mean, I don't really care about the beach, but right. um, talked about that before, yeah. If they open the shore for like, like I wouldn't go there now, but if they open it like towards the Fourth of July, um, I'll get a beach house and just relax. I'll probably just mostly be in the house though, but that's what I usually do anyway. Um, I I don't know if I would go to the beach because some people are just people are still dirty. <laughs> I, I, it's, a, it's a fact. Even if they don't have the virus or whatever, it's just it's just like they're still dirty, and I can see it. I don't want to be near them, and especially all those people that go to the beach. They be doing some off the wall stuff. So I'll keep my space. <laughs> That's funny. Any news on our on our on our friends in the UK, Josh? Are they are they opening up yet, still or no? Same thing. A little bit. I mean, in some instances, some of them aren't wearing masks in public either. And I mean, if we're being honest, the even the statistics worldwide, I mean, it's is less than what five percent in terms of mortality. Yeah, yeah, it's always so, been that way, though, right? Yeah, right. So it's just it's just one of those things. So statistically, we I think we all realized that it was present in our countries before we were aware, and most people probably already went through their phases already, most likely, at this point. It is interesting, the mayor of Atlanta, who had the big panic, is so now saying it wasn't it. as bad as she thought. So I find it interesting. That's I thought that was uh, alarming, and I feel like people overlooked that, that message, but I think that message spoke volumes, at least to me, because a lot of people tend to follow what other people tell them, as opposed to just doing their own research. And a lot of people get caught up and like the, some people say the fear, the fear mongering of like what's going on, all these people are dying, all these tests. But if we don't have like the proper number of tests out yet, and then they keep every so, every so often they put these numbers out saying like, oh, this amount of people died, this amount of people have it, and this amount of people do it. But do you ever actually fact check like the amount of people that actually died and the amount of people who actually survived it? And if you don't, you're just getting scared. You're getting, you're growing all these fears off of hearsay because you don't necessarily know the actual truth and what they're putting out there. And I think even when the mayor, or oh, she's the mayor, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the mayor, when she said that, 
I think it's just she started to look or at least give you some sort of hint of like, okay, it really is not as bad as what they're saying it is, at least like at least as of right now, in regards to what's actually happening and what people are doing on a day-to-day basis. Because if you go to Atlanta <laughs> right now, you're gonna think like nothing. I mean, you'll see some things, but you're gonna think like it's just a regular, like a regular day. Some people do, but that shit do hit home.